Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Two men. Two men. Uh, make that three men. No marketable skills. Always just one step away. One step away. From the unemployment line. <laughs> Strip Club Radio with Tim Rhodes, Dane Hansen, and Glenn Miller starts now. Showtime. Boy, that one step to the unemployment line or whatever that fucking guy says, that's so true right now. Oh. Woo. We are one lawsuit away from the unemployment line. <laughs> God. Not funny, my friend. Not no, funny at all. No, it's not. Hey, everybody. Strip Club Radio. Hi, I'm Tim. That's Glenn Miller. He's in Dallas, Texas. Hey there. And Dane Hansen, he's the president of Panda, everybody. And he is located in where... Winston-Salem, North Carolina. There you go, Tar Heel fans. Yeah, there you Duke or Tar Heels or uh, Wake Forest or all that right here. Ah, the Big East. Professional Adult Nightclub DJ Association. Strip club DJs have united across the country to united, form that's funny. an organization. It's not a union, everybody. It's not. Stop saying that. It's not a union. Because oh, it's out. splintered into too many factions. Yeah, I want to know what Panda's doing right now. What is Panda doing for us? Dane Hansen? Ask not what Panda has done for you, <laughs> but uh, what you can do for Panda. How is Panda helping us today? So we want to know. It's been five years now that you and I talked about this. Maybe longer. Maybe six years when six Dane, years. Dane created. Let me set this record straight again. I like doing this every four or five shows. <laughs> I know you do. It's like a it pot needs to be known. Because people I want, need to know. I want people to know this was Dane Hansen's idea. Sometimes it gets skewed. the The facts get skewed, and skewed. Dane doesn't get the credit that he deserves. No, sir. The International Brotherhood. Of, what was it again? Wait a minute. IB, IBDJ. IBDJs. The International Brotherhood of DJs. This was Dane's idea when Dane and I talked. I, I flew out to Vegas. When was that? Nineteen ninety eight. Uh, 2011, I think. It was 2001, yeah. and Dane had this idea. <laughs> 2011. Yeah, all right, 2011. And Dane had this idea. And some people said, shh, no, 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 no. Just wait. Just wait. We're going to do this right. Well, and then, then, you know, fast forward. We won't give you all the details. We're going to become a union and demand $500 <laughs> a night. I'm at this point, Dane, why can't we just be a union? Seriously, and try and demand more money because nobody's making money in this. But only a few clubs in the country, including Baby Dolls and the Cheetah, and maybe a couple others, we're still doing okay. But as a whole, and I, and I asked this question a couple of weeks ago on on our Panda Facebook group, what is trending up about this business? And I'm going to go to the president of Panda, everybody, for that answer. Oh wow! Thanks. Start the start the year off with a good with a good question. Well, you know we're only a couple days away. Yeah, we got a new year in review. We got a new president. He's gonna have the inauguration here in a couple days. So why not have the State of the Union address from our very own president, Mr. Dane Hansen, and go? Uh, what's trending up in the uh, in the industry is not very much. It's uh, it's very difficult now to uh, to to make any money as far as the union thing, man. It's. Uh, 
I, that's something that we could we could never do because there's too many different variables. In, in, in fact, as far as every club and every the way people are paid and the way people are or not paid and and what uh, uh, benefits they get or don't get. So I mean, there, there's there's no set. Um, in fact, uh, if yes. you're a member of Panda, there are some places in the country that you will not get hired if you they know you belong to Panda. Hell yeah! Hold on a second, Dan. Time to get angry with Dane Hanson. Oh God, I forgot about that. Yeah, get get angry about that. Why aren't they hiring the pandas? Um, they want somebody who uh, portrays a more professional uh, attitude. And uh, wait a minute, we're strip club fucking DJs. <laughs> what kind of attitude are we supposed to have? Where did it go wrong, Glenn? Let me ask Glenn. Glenn Miller, everybody. From 1979, yes. he started in this business. Correct. That's 37 yes, years, everybody. It's 38 years. Fuck it. Yes. But it's too... Where did it go wrong, Glenn? Where did you see the tables, the, the pendulum swing the other way from us being uh, good, valuable employees, making good money, girls were hot, and all that shit? When did it start going down? MTV. Really? MTV came out with them. Yo, raps. And that's when it all changed. So you're blaming I blame the whole thing on MTV. You're blaming the blacks, is what you're doing. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I only laugh about that. Well, I'm, I'm serious about the MTV thing. What, what do you think? You just think, well, maybe people like music. You figure in the 40s. Well, look, this was hot. At one point, this was, you know. I mean, this was the hip hop of that generation. People are like, what is this sound? It's turning everybody against each other. It's naughty, dirty dancing. But then now we look at it and go, oh, man, that was just a better time back in the old days. And then same with uh, Elvis Presley and people rebelled. It was just a rebellion thing. So you think hip hop at some point is the rebellion of our day? Yes. I think the gold chains and champagne on boats and everything started the demise of what was good fun times. We had naked girls on stage and. We were DJs, we were doing drugs and drinking and having fun. And now they want to, we became, I don't know what happened there. Something happened where we became too serious about ourselves. And now we have to have this wholesome image like we're all radio people. I blame, well, you know, I used to have to wear the cummerbund and the bow tie in the DJ booth. <clears throat> yep. For Michael right. J. Peter, right? And I yep. look back on those days and go, and I was actually one of the first guys to just come in in a suit one night after that. And I remember Duke Deering. I don't know if anybody knows Duke Deering. Yep. Duke ran MJP for a long time. VCG currently, well, not anymore, yep. but just recently he was with VCG for a long time. And he goes, hey, son, what are you doing wearing that? I said, I'm not going to wear a fucking cummerbund and a bow tie as a DJ. I think we should have a little swag. I don't think I used that word back in 1985. And you wore it well. So I start wearing, you know, my Cavaricis and my baggy pants and my bolo ties and my mullet. I changed the generation, Dane Hansen. <laughs> you and Donnie Aiton. <laughs> Donnie Aiton used to wear a purple fucking look like Barney uh, purple suit. He had the worst color suits, that guy. And if you don't know Don Aiton, Don Aiton, had, he looked like a surfer guy, like long blonde hair. Hey, everybody. And he wore these purple suits. And so we changed it. Right, but then it kind of went back to we got to wear a suit, you got to wear a tie when you DJ. Fuck that shit. Yep. Let me ask Dane. Dane, where where did it all go wrong in the strip club industry? <laughs> in the suit suit uh, suit game? No, I don't know. just I, I just don't. in just in the business and in the the thought of the business and with 
I don't know. I would lean know. towards Glenn a little bit, but I think it's more the uh, the internet than uh, than MTV. I think you know the internet probably killed us all, all in all um, because you can see anything you want at any time, and uh, because of that, there's no reason to to want to try to get more. So that you know, you went from, from to VIP rooms, and then the VIP rooms have gone to whatever. I think you've nailed it, Dane. However, what I was referring before the internet. You know, there was a time before yeah, all the, the internet. All the chicks on on all those videos, you yeah. know, half naked. It's the same. It's a start for the same thing. That's why I said I kind of lean towards what you're saying, but I think that that hurt it. But the internet really killed everything, just because there's so many things that uh, that you can get for. No, I think you already said it. You said VIP rooms. That's exactly. Ding ding what- ding. What killed the industry and the club that started that, and I'll mention it again, is the Gold Club in Atlanta. Yep. The Gold Club. So it's all your fault, Tim. Well, no, I didn't work there. Well, I did work for the Gold Club, but in Miami. Yes, you did. The Gold Club, Steve Kirk or John Kirkendall owned the Gold Club. He owns uh, where Binger works right now, Anthony Binger Baleo at the Penthouse Club in New Orleans. John Kirkendall owns that club now. But back in the old days, he owned the Gold Club. Well, he sold it to a guy named Steve Kaplan, who was a mobster. Gambino. Yeah, so Steve Kaplan came up with the idea of these gold rooms around the Olympics, like 95. And so you could get anything you want in these gold rooms. And so what he started- Anything you want. He started bringing in the celebrities. Remember Patrick Ewing and all those guys? Mm-hmm. They would come- their- Yeah, he would Atlanta bring- Atlanta football players. He would bring these guys into the gold rooms and get them sucked, fucked, or whatever he wanted. And so that started the trends because they were making so much money on these fucking gold rooms. I don't even know what they were charging back then, but that started. They were like, wow, look at this whole new source of revenue is from these little private rooms with a curtain or a door that girls do naughty shit in. And we can get a bunch of money where they ended up shutting down the gold club because Kaplan's Gambino ties and all this other shit that they were doing. But it started the wave of, well, fuck, these guys are making all these monies in VIP rooms. It's extra revenue for us. Let's start doing that. And these clubs started kind of redesigning their clubs to add these fucking rooms. Because back in the day, it was all about the girls dancing on stage. And then you could get, they'd stand on top of your table with that cooter right in front of your face. They'd stand on the table and dance for you. Fuck but yeah. that wasn't good enough. Cooter, come on. That wasn't good enough. Nope. It was a big deal to have a couch back then just to, to get a dance on a couch, regardless yeah. of whether couch it was in a room dances. or anything. Yeah, those were more expensive because they weren't on the table and they weren't standing up top, you know, on top of you. Couch dances, and you could grab the girl. You could reach around and grab both cheeks of her ass and just be pulled it into your face. And, oh, yeah, so go ahead. Well, and look, men in general want more and more and more, like Dane said a little while ago. They, they always want more. That's why a girl should never give up that pussy on the first date. Never fuck a dude on the first date, ladies. Make him wait because he'll keep coming after your ass. If you fuck him on the first date, Glenn, what happens? You're gone. Done. Thank you. <laughs> Next. So, Man, that was horrible. So dancers, if you go in there and let these dudes do whatever, guess what? They're gone, man. Why would they even come back to see you again? The, the whole, I think Glenn and Dane both, we've been in this business so long. Remember the girls that were so good at stringing these customers along? Mm-hmm. And never giving them anything, yeah. Except just teasing them, and these dudes would come in regularly, man, to Sometimes see these girls for years, for years. That I think we missed the art of the tease. And uh, man, some of these girls back in those days were so fucking good at it. 
And now they don't. These girls don't know how to do it. They can't carry on a conversation, no, uh, at all. Uh, you know, I mean, unless it's on text, it's they, about they the money right now. I overheard a girl say the other day to a customer, "She goes, well, we get a room." She goes, "I got to tell you right now, I don't dance. I suck and I fuck, but I don't dance." What? Yep, <laughs> heard that. Overheard that. Well, Told the go. customer right to his face, there "I go, suck folks. and I fuck. I don't dance." There you go. There's the demise of our industry right now. And now, like Dane mentioned, between the internet and being able to get whatever you want, and thank God Backpage closed, because maybe that'll help a little bit. Let me... Help? No way. No fucking way has it helped, because we've had... I've had so many girls come into the club and trying to audition in the last week. It's ridiculous. And you can see when they walk in the door where they came from, whether it's Backpage or front page or... No oh, page. wow. Interesting. So the girls that were just using themselves on that back page now are looking for work. And all of them. And they're all coming in with, you know, uh, two, a couple people bringing them in. You know what I mean? So uh, they're managers. I'm putting my fingers up in quotation. Yeah, for moral, they're there for moral support. <laughs> but now it's all about them rooms. It's not even about drinking beers, getting a shot. Now it's all about bottle service. Bottle, 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 bottle. Man, we don't have that. I mean, we sell a lot of champagne, but not like you guys do. We don't do the bottles. How is your room set up, Glenn? Is it kind of like a see me, look at me, I'm drinking bottles kind of thing, like a regular nightclub? Or yeah, yeah. It's so, the whole It's the whole on a boat with chain, big fat chains and bottles of champagne. Everybody wants to be special. Everybody and you get it right feel, now. Yeah. yeah. Well, so so should clubs and us, I'm, I'm raising our hands too, we have little VIP areas, but I think we should make them even more look at me, look at me, because I think people, why are you going to spend $400 on a fuck a bottle of champagne unless you just want to be seen, right? Exactly. There's no, there's no other than to flaunt the fact that you can spend that much money. That's There's no other reason to do it. There's, there's no reason. $750 bottles of Cristal. And Holy shit. A, a bottle of fucking Crown for $550. That's what it's about. That's Holy. what the clubs go for. The VIP rooms and the bottles. 550 What does a bottle of Crown cost you? About $38? I, I was going to ask that question. How we much is... We get 550 for it. See, it's because of that big hit. It's the same thing. Yep. In, in, like in, in Vegas, they've got... They, they will make people stand up, not give seats away, just to step over that dollar to get to the fucking dime again. They're all... They, this is only for bottle service. Okay, so... The 300 people that just paid to get in have no place to fucking sit because you're only doing bottle service over here. But uh, if you, you get know, a and they're bottle, trying to force, they're force selling it. They're forcing you into. Yep. Oh, so you got a busy it. room except for an empty VIP area? It's like the Cowboys. You know, yeah, last everybody's weekend. standing there like a bunch of fucking oh, cattle yeah. up against the fence and they want to, they, and you got to pay for a seat. You just paid to get in. Now you got to pay to sit down. The <clears throat> Cowboys and the Packers played this week at Texas Stadium here, AT&T Stadium. And Jerry sells standing room only tickets where you're out basically by the concession stand. If you're familiar with Texas, the right. Cowboys, the, the players come in right through a concession like area and the fans could be there. And that's how they get into the stadium. We were, they were selling standing room only tickets for $400 a piece to stand out by because can't see the field. Can't see anything. Oh, no, you can't stand. even see the room. And little TVs. No. I mean, the field? Yeah. No, no, no. You're out by the concessions. Who won that game, by the way? Uh, oh, why, anyhow, why you want to so, hurt? Why you want to hurt my friend Glenn like that, Dane? <laughs> but, by the way, can I just say I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss, Glenn, 
but it's also our game because now the Falcons yes. get to host the final yep. game in the Dome against the Packers, and we should be busy this weekend. But I digress. Let me ask you this because a couple guys I've spoke to said that they should legalize prostitution and that that would help our clubs in some way. Some say it would hurt. Some say it would help. What say you, Dane Hanson? I don't know, man. That's a that's a weird subject, I guess, for, for me. I, I don't know that, that legalizing prostitution, I think it would hurt probably more than anything um, because of the fact that every, I mean, what's, where's your, where's the next plateau? You know what I mean? Now you can do this. Now you can win. Now there's VIP rooms. You can get a dance on the floor, but what do I get in the VIP room? So what's that next step? So now you, okay, you, what's on the menu? You know what I mean? So interesting. You think that if it le- if legalized prostitution, it would just kill our clubs. Why even go to the clubs when you could just go to? Yeah, know, what's the point? Regular. They might have bordellos all over the city now because it's legalized, right? Yeah, I mean, everybody you could girl could just conceivably walk out of the house and uh, say, "Hey, uh, oh shit, I need to make fifty bucks," and just walk around the corner and grab somebody. What's the, what's just? I mean, well, there would be, I'm sure, all kinds of regulations, and especially if the cities took over and. and just like marijuana, though, I think how marijuana ha- has increased so much revenue in Colorado and Washington and, and some of these other places, you don't think that legalized prostitution and gambling could do the same thing for others? I, I, I see both sides of it, maybe. I mean, but then you've got you know all the, the sensitive people uh, holding their trophies, all bitching and complaining about uh, – exploitation of women and all that shit so well, i was talking to nikki biggs love me some nikki biggs from arizona and nikki's thought was the more science people start to come over to the science side of things versus religion that eventually that prostitution will be legalized right because once we start thinking there's no fucking guy with a a silver beard sitting on a throne in heaven why can't we just let two consenting adults pay each other or pay one another to have some sex. Glenn, how do you feel about that? You think that, that legalized prostitution would kill this industry? I don't think it would help us, no. But I still think, like Dane was talking about earlier, uh, there's people want to show off. People want to go out and party. Yeah, you can go get fucked, but people still want to go someplace and party and be a big shot and have a good time. I mean, you can go get laid. Sure, you can do that now. But people still want to go to clubs, still want to go out, socialize. I don't think it's good for us. I, I like the a tease. I don't think we I, – I like the idea of the tease where they come back. I'm with you because I don't think that every 30, 40, 50-year-old guy that comes in a club wants to get his dick sucked. There are some businessmen that just want to come and have a good time, like you said, and not have to worry about having glitter on their cock when they go home to their wives. So, so what's going good in this business? Uh, yeah, where were we? <laughs> what's uh, What's – it's trending up. Oh, all right. Well, so let me go. Let's go around the horn. What is? Where do we see this in five or ten years? Start with the president of our panda group, Dane Hanson. Where's it going? What's? What can be done to kind of turn this thing around? Man, you keep starting with me. Uh, I. I yeah. think the only thing that could be done is just to go backwards, kind of, so to speak. Well, I've been saying that for years, and there's people that say no, you can't go backwards, but. If you eliminated every VIP room and made them kind of like baby dolls in Texas, I do know that, that you don't have any closed-in rooms, right, Glenn? No, no, no closed-in rooms. Is that a, is that a law, or you yes. just, it's just you guys choose not to do that? Mm, here, it's the law. 
So you cannot have any closed-in VIP rooms no, in Dallas no, no proper. No doors, no. And guess what? You're doing just fine, right? Yes. We have like iron gates and but and you know like iron rail gates, but you you can stick your hand like being in a jail cell. But those got to be open. They got to be open. But so there's no no glass doors even. You you can no. see everything that's going on right. in, in whatever champagne right. rooms you guys have, right. right? Right. So why can't we go back to that? What if everybody did that? And that's the thing. How do you get everybody on board when these owners are greedy? A lot of them, and they it's not know that. Happen. Yeah, fuck. It's not going to happen. Again, there's too many variables. Like I said earlier, with the with the whole union thing, there's no way to do any of that because each club is is in, is a different entity. They all have different rules in different states and different cities and different counties. Greed. The city wants their hands and stuff. The alcohol boards want their hands and stuff. It's all about greed and the owners too, and the girls. And Tim, nobody knows more about the difficulty with girls than you do down there in Atlanta. Right yeah, now. well, you know our 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 lawsuit issues are are no secret anymore. They're all over. And we were trying to get Luke Leroux on the show to kind of talk about this because we've gone beyond the wage and labor lawsuits that were going on a couple of years ago, where. Girls were like, hey, we are employees. We're not independent contractors. I worked at your club for 10 years, and you should have been paying me at least uh, whatever the server tipped employee rate is times however many years I work here. I want $60,000. And the judges are going, okay, a win. You win. Let's pay. Well, now, now these lawyers, which are ambulance chasers now, are going, well, were you ever harassed in the club, ma'am? And she's like, well, well, mommy, I think I was. Were you ever assaulted in any way? Well, I might have. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, we can sue for that, too. These and girls. Now they want $10 million. Girls across the country are now suing for harassment. And, and, sh- and they're just throwing whatever they can against the wall, hoping that something will stick. And these judges are allowing it. And so, really, if the, if the VIPs and all that stuff doesn't bring down the industry, then these lawsuits will. And it may have to be burned down to the ground, like Dane said, to kind of be rebuilt in some way. I don't know, man. It's not good. Let me go around the horn again. What's trending up about this industry, Glenn? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I'm saying, man, it's, it's, it's pretty fucked up. And and Panda is splintered, and the DJs across the country are splintered, and there's so many different factions. Wait a minute, it's splintered. Yes, Uh, come on, Dane. What's your defense against? What do you mean splintered? Well, I mean, like we were talking about earlier, there's people don't want if you associate with Panda, we're not going to hire you. Please don't come at me, and don't come at Dane. It's not a secret. It's not a secret. I mean, it's all over the internet. If you if you're a member of Facebook and you're in the strip club industry or anything. But I think that's it. there's some personal vendettas there that are silly. I, I agree with that. Uh, I don't think it's because of what we're what Dane is doing or what the group is doing as a whole. No, no, I don't think so. I think it's totally unfounded and uncalled for. Okay. I don't understand it. Why is this happening? Well, Dane? I don't know. I think it's kind of calmed down a little bit. I don't think it's as bad as, as it uh, was when tempers were flaring. So... Look, we have egos. For history of DJs, they all have egos. And so when one person thinks it should be one way and another person thinks it should be the other way, there's going to be some butting of heads. And if you can't get along, and we are kind of children, all of us, a little bit in this this game because we've never had to have real jobs for the most part. You know what I mean? Dane, the president of Panda, which is what does Panda stand for again? 
Professional Adult Nightclub DJ Association. And Dane is now a what? A manager? Ooh, what? 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 Ooh. what? Ooh. That's not the one. What am I looking for? Boom. Boom. No. No, I ain't any of you. Fuck. What? Wait, no. Yeah, this is interesting. Dane is no longer a DJ, yet he runs a group that's all about DJs that says if you're not a DJ, you can't be in the group. So, Dane, how are you able to stay in your own group? Actually, we haven't uh, haven't said that for, for quite some time. We have several uh-huh. people that are managers now that uh, that are right. still in the group because they have the knowledge and stuff to, and, and uh, experience to pass on to the, to the our, new guys. Our beloved Jeb Gerald. Yeah. manager well so like, on the other like as, valentine as, is there, another yes. one that's uh, there you go you know. i mean there's several so you're on the other side and before we wrap the show up i enjoy talking to you guys again what would you say uh, being on the other side is the number one issue that djs are not doing that they need to work on i don't know maybe i was fortunate in the 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 music that i pick out the crowd seems to like uh i've seen that it's difficult for for some djs to get any kind of a flow or take anybody on that journey. <laughs> um, it, it's there's uh, music. Not saying anything about the music has been a difficult thing for me because I hear stuff all the time, and I'm just like, man, that doesn't make any sense. Why'd you play that there? But then it turns into how can you teach somebody to to think like like you? And and it's my way, the right way. You know what I mean? So I, I kind of second guess both of those things. Now it's uh, it's difficult to not nitpick on the DJ, so I have to try to block it out a lot of times. Well, you're you're very good at the music and the flow, and I'm not. I'll I'll be the first one to tell you. I, sometimes I look in my room, and I told my boss last night. There's no connect with the audience, especially with the EDM that I'm playing. There's no. I don't feel connection at all. So I just end up just picking whatever. I'm not thinking about what flows into the next one or what can I use here anymore. It just doesn't matter anymore. In Glenn's case, Glenn walks around with a wireless. I yep. would love to. Co- I got to come to Dallas, Glenn, just to kind of listen to what you do and what your guy, what your well, you call him the monkey, not me. But your monkey does. You guys don't play any hip hop, right? No, sir. None. Zero. And you do a country song every third. Four, th- every third song. Yep. And it keeps the energy level, and you like it well, still. I mean, in yeah, 2017, I, you still think that works, right? Well, I do. I mean, but that's what we do. It. We do it pretty successful. I just, you know, I don't even worry. I mean, the flow. You you go from you know. <laughs> creed or something to uh garth brooks or you know florida georgia line or something i mean so every song's different yeah. you know you got a country song then you got you know uh that's how i feel too i don't feel that the flow is important as dane says but maybe in his club it is a little bit but in a big club like baby dolls format yeah it's different formats i mean we just one party i mean there's never any downtime we just go from one song bleed right into the next well they got an awesome mc that keeps the flow going there <laughs> glenn miller everybody the mc is just fucking fucking around man yeah well keep doing it forever glenn i love you man and and i keep saying on the facebook group hey how old is too old and there's so many guys that are there to, to defend that going fuck it man you're only as old as you feel and as long as you can keep bringing it every night who cares how old you are in this business well it's like rock and roll i mean when are you too old to be a rock and roller? Yeah, good now, point, Not Glenn. that rock and roll is even relevant anymore, but I mean, you see all these young guys, young bands, and then uh, you see the Rolling Stones in their 70s, their mid-70s still touring and just killing it. 
Very good point. Except they're not relying on the girls for their income. <laughs> so what's going good in this industry? Nothing. Not a fucking thing. So long. Take care now. Bye-bye then. Bye. Strip Club Radio is coming to a close. But don't worry, baby. We'll be back soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go to stripclubradioshow.com or search Strip Club Radio on iTunes. This concludes our broadcast day. Bye-bye. See you next time.